Welcome to the Relational Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Thompson, joined by my co-host, Austin Hill. Today, we're in part three in our conversation. We hope you enjoy. Yeah, because as a nonprofit, if we make any excess money, it just gets funneled back into the ministry. It doesn't, like, for example, if the refuge has a net profit after expenses, it's not like I get paid more or you get paid more. Um we're, we're, we're finding ways, you know, but unfortunately this last year, our expenses, because some of the money from OMAS hasn't come in yet, our expenses have outpaced our income. So if anyone thinks that we're making a lot of money, like the fact is we're not, we're thankful to God that we've been able to um, afford this gap of, and, and some of it's through people giving and some of it's through, um, other means, but, but we've been able to, to God's kept us alive through a lot of changes through COVID and through just uncertainty financially. But this ministry does cost a lot because, um, one thing at the refuge we've never done is taken money for anyone who wants to come from anyone who wants to come in. So, you know, if you're in the ministry, like we, we do our best to take care of everything. I mean, you don't have to pay anything to come in. You know, we pay for food and for the gas and the vehicles and for all the vehicles and for the staff and for, for, for everything. So all that stuff is expensive and it's gotten more expensive in the last few years. And so, um, we're thankful that, that we've been able to, to, to make that work, but, but, but that's required a lot of work on the back end from staff members that, that, some of you listening might not see a lot, but they're doing a lot of work to make that function because as we've grown, what that's meant is some of our staff roles have gotten more specific and that's, that's necessary. So you don't see some of the staff all the time and others you do see, but that's because we've been able to pay people to just hang out with you, which is awesome. Um, we haven't always been able to do that. Well, you know, it's kind of known in the nonprofit world that like a lot of like staff will sometimes wear a lot of hats. And, um, and what that means is like staff will like kind of play multiple jobs or do multiple roles. And that can be really stressful. And we've gotten to a place where people are able to be more um, focused in their roles. And so, you know, we've been able to hire staff that just do one-on-ones with the men. Like, like Ben and Zach, and we've been able to hire staff that just oversee phases like Tom Meyer and Matthew DeMoylan. And, um, that's a, that's a gift because I think that's good for our mission, which is to serve you guys that are in the refuge. Um, my role as executive director is, is overseeing the ministry as a whole. And so I work with Matt Hunnell and Ben Reynolds and you, Austin. And in really making sure that we're heading in a direction that is going to be fruitful and healthy and in terms of financially, in terms of um, our programming, in terms of our staffing, in, ter- in terms of just what kinds of decisions do we need to make and do we need what kind of threats are potentially coming that we need to be prepared for and so on and so forth. Um, so, I love my time that I get to interact with the guys and I love the mission that we get to accomplish. And I love, especially, you know, the time I get to spend with the staff as well. Um, but we're all playing different roles, but, but at the end of the day, we're on the same team and we're trying to accomplish the same mission, which is to serve, um, to serve the men in the refuge and, and ultimately to bring glory to God. 
So I thought it might be helpful too, Austin, like associate director. What does that mean? What do, what do you do at the refuge? Um, yeah, I, my role is, so I, I lead the programming team. So, um, Tom Meyer, Matthew Demolian, and Heidi Hess all report to me. So that's the clinical and residential teams. Uh, so any of those plans, adjustments, shifts, how we think through things, uh, the leadership within, within the programming team is, uh, that's under my purview. Um, so any of this, the certifications that guys are thinking about and thinking through how we take something that sounds really complicated, like a certification, and then how do we put it in practice? How do we do things well? And how do we track it? How do we make hold people accountable to make sure we're doing it? Those are the type of like in the weeds things. But the the exciting stuff is we get to create those type of things with the goal of creating Christian community. So in essence, a lot of what I get to do is figure out if we get to create this Christian community, what do we need to put in place so it maintains itself so that we're giving guys the tools to be able to replicate that when wherever they go? And that's not something that just happens organically without thought or planning or structure. Um, you have to be intentional because I think, and I think that's on purpose because that's how God designed it. Like the things that only, that like naturally happen is nature. And God did that. And like that's it, things just work the way they're supposed to work in nature. And then we came along and made it really complicated. But what he did, I think the reason why he made it, this is something that I've been thinking through. I think he created us to need each other and to sacrifice for each other and to give and take with each other to create something really beautiful. Um, but that it's just, it gets really messy. So that's, that's like the, the pro that's one, the main part of my job. The other part is a lot of external communication with, government people or anything that's taxpayer funded. So if any of that type of stuff, so I, I'm a weird, I'm a weird one. I don't know if anybody has watched, I'm sure some of you have watched like parks and rec, but there's like city meetings or civic meetings. I just love those things because it's a group of people getting together to help their neighbors and that type of stuff gets complicated and messy as well. So a lot of what I get to do is like herd cats which you do with a laser. So that was a much more informal description of what my job is, but I feel like uh, it's a lot of identifying needs and working to figure out how do I, how do I help this team together create community that's healthy? And that's just, it's the focus is how do we build unity around that? Because like we, like I said, like all these different parts of this job of like, your life with the guys, guys coming in, they bring, we bring complications with us and a really good community welcomes those things and helps you sort them out. It doesn't push you away. And that's a good point. Thanks for listening to this episode of the relational recovery podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with part four of our conversation. We'll see you then.